in his steps. Have you heard it? More friends and family members that have contracted COVID? Scary, isn't it? This combined with the restrictions besetting us, and we find looking forward to this new year a very frightening and foggy venture. Yet we must move forward, for sitting isn't an option, nor is pedaling backward, for that definitely gets us nowhere. So how do we move forward then, if we're not certain where we're going? Well, what was the last thing God clearly told you to do? That's the place we start at right there. In this case, I always look to the word for direction and specific instruction, for that's never failed me. He led me to Deuteronomy 33 and verse 3 states, Indeed, he loves his people. All his holy ones are in his hands. They will follow in his steps and accept his teaching. What a gold mine that verse is for us, for it makes profound declarations. One, we are loved by the God of the universe, maker of heaven and earth. And two, he safely encloses us in the palm of his hands. Just as Jesus promised in John 10, I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me, for my Father has given them to me, and he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the Father's hand. We can't get any more secure than that. And three, then he instructs us what to do when we're uncertain where to go, for he says, follow in his steps. Children do this when they trail after their parents. Soldiers do this when they're traversing dangerous terrain. Why? For this ensures a trustworthy route. The verse then concludes with, they accept his teaching. The word accept means to receive, agree, consent, or believe, which implies that we comply or conform to what he teaches us to do. The psalmist describes God's teaching as my treasure, my heart's delight. Job tells Eliphaz that he has treasured his words more than daily food. And Paul must have done the same for he tells the Colossians to let the word of God dwell in you richly. If there is ever a time we need to be dwelling on or rehearsing the word of God, it's now. At times we may take God's word like chewing gum or breath mints, savoring it briefly to refresh our mouth and our minds, and then its taste disappears. At others, we gobble it like fast food, barely letting the flavors tickle our taste buds until it's consumed, and we have little to show but wait for its efforts. But God wants us to feast on his word like a delicious meal, allowing each verse to be enjoyed for its nutritional value and scrumptious goodness. How do I know this? Well, Moses, we are told, spent 40 days and nights with the Lord on two different occasions as he listened to his instructions in Exodus 24 and received the Ten Commandments in Exodus 34. Jesus prayed for 40 days and nights discussing with the Father their plans for his earthly ministry and dismissing the devil's temptations. If Jesus needed to take this time before commencing 
his work and addressing the lies that could hold him back. Shouldn't we take some significant time in preparing for this new year and the challenges it will bring to us? Given our serious restrictions over the last 10 months with gyms and beaches closed, many of us have forgotten how to be active and how important this is to our body and mind. <laughs> Why do I start here? Because we can't do much of our body and brain is atrophied. I've maintained a consistent at-home regimen, and trust me, if I can do it, anyone can. And studies show that besides controlling weight and combating health conditions such as heart attack, stroke, diabetes, and so on, exercise improves our mood, boosts our energy, and helps us get a better night's sleep. So we start the next day refreshed. If we haven't yet, or you haven't yet, introduced uh, even a brief or an, and reasonable exercise routine into your day, I encourage you to get started. Choose a time that works for you, early in the morning or late in the evening, and then be consistent. <laughs> You'll feel better about yourself and be stronger to face the challenges of the day. Next, if it's not part of your daily routine, introduce a Bible reading plan. A well-known devotional may be great, yet they only usually include a brief passage of scripture. That's like taking a snack when you really need a meal. These books, as wonderful as they are, can't replace actually reading the Word of God. And start somewhere. If you've never had a consistent schedule, start with the New Testament at Matthew 1.1 and read a chapter a day. Before you start the chapter, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal his truth to you, and you'll be amazed at what passages or sections stand out, or what specific concepts stick in your mind and carry you through your day. By the time you finish the book of Revelation, which will take you about eight and a half months, you'll have developed a solid routine and find such delight in studying the word that you'll continue your reading program. Thus, if we're taking care of our body and our spirit, we are truly better able to follow in his steps. Peter tells us to put away all evil behavior and, and be like newborn babies, craving pure spiritual milk so that we can grow into a full experience of salvation. He tells us to cry out for this nourishment now that we've had a taste of the Lord's kindness. First Peter 2. Jesus called his nourishment doing the will of God and completing the work he'd called him to do, as we read in John 4. Have you discovered one thing that God wants you to do this year? If you haven't, pursue him for it. If you have, pursue that. Psalm 40 verse 5 explains many O Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done and the plans you have for us. None can compare to you. Many are his plans for us in 2021. We all love to quote Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, but we only think of the peace and prosperity and not the actual plans themselves. 
The word strongly suggests that the enemy has made plans for us. We see this clearly in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3, even as we see it when Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil in Matthew 4, or when Nehemiah and his friends were rebuilding the wall of Jerusalem. Sanballat and his crony Tobiah mocked the builders, and Nehemiah 4, 8 reads, they all made plans to come and fight against Jerusalem and throw us into confusion. But Nehemiah and the others were ready for this attack, and verse 9 reads, but we prayed to our God and guarded the city day and night to protect ourselves. And like them, we have God on our side, as Psalm 14, 6 states, the wicked frustrate the plans of the oppressed, but the Lord will protect his people. Moreover, Psalm 138.8 says, The Lord will work out his plans for my life, for your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. And that's why we want to commit our actions to the Lord so that our plans will succeed. As we read in Proverbs 16.3, and that brings us right back to following in his steps. As we read farther on in that chapter of Proverbs 16, verse 9 says, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. For when he sends out his word, it always produces fruit. Don't you love that passage in Isaiah? The prophet Isaiah speaks to us that the word of God will accomplish all that God wants it to and prosper everywhere he sends it. Thus, we want to ask him as this new year gets underway, Lord, what plans do you have for me in 2021? For you've said that you love me, that you hold me in the palm of your hands, and you want me to follow in your steps as I conform to your teaching. Show me then your plans so I can accomplish them for you. Just think what we will do over this next year. Exercise faithfully, read the Bible consistently. We're going to, if we do those things, we're going to have a healthier body and a stronger spirit. Having now read at least the entire New Testament and more. And God promises as he did to the children of Israel, you and your families will feast in the presence of the Lord your God, and you will rejoice in all you have accomplished because the Lord your God has blessed you. In closing, I want to join the Apostle Paul in his prayer for the Thessalonians. So we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. May he give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. Let's join together in accomplishing all that our faith prompts us to do in 2021. God bless you, beloved. God bless you.